All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing One Ring Second Edition tonight. We are continuing our Waking of Angmar campaign. Uh, we were talking uh, before before the stream uh, about uh, how no one really likes Steven anymore, and uh, this no, could no, be I, I think it was a little bit uh, <laughs> the other way around. No, I feel like I feel like uh, Steven was talking a lot of trash, talking a lot of trash, but. He didn't realize I had my like my Bluetooth headphones on, so I heard everything. Oh, he said. I, I, I like, knew you had your headphones in. That's why I said it. <laughs> they are right there. Right there. It's a beautiful moment when you have your headphones in and walk away from the microphone. <laughs> I get to say whatever I want with no comeback. Oh, I just delayed. Uh, uh, I, I think there'll be a comeback. I think there'll be a comeback. Uh, oh, what's that? 50, 50 orcs coming at you? Whoops! Whoopsie! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoopsie! Oh, that's a shame. Uh, okay. Focusing Erebon? What? What? That's so strange. What did you do? Like, the rest of you can go. Yeah. I'm going to roll a dice. See who I hit. <laughs> Just Comes up with a three. Erebon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comes up with a two. Erebon. <laughs> Random- <laughs> <laughs> Randomly target. Let me just let me just, let me just roll a d12 in on a or d4 and on a four. Uh, I'll attack Erebon. Oh look, it's a four. Oh, it's a at four. That. <laughs> oh no never mind you just <laughs> rolled a four I, I just i just wrote four <laughs> just just leave us the elf the rest of you can go <laughs> unless you're unless you're hungry too and then you can join and just the tenor of the campaign just radically changes all right uh so anyway uh yeah let's get started we uh we were in the middle of a journey last time so we're gonna pick up on that uh i think uh long tried to kill the rest of the party or is planning to so that's gonna be fun uh but why don't we just do quick introductions here just tell us who you are who you're playing etc etc uh we'll make it fast uh long who is floy uh to who, who is floy really let's get into uh, yes floy i am a treasure hunter my strengths are well my strength and i like treasure <laughs> a flaw I like, or not a like, but a flaw I have is I like treasure too much. Mm-hmm. Is that a flaw for a treasure? According hunter? to those game rules, yeah, it is a flaw. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I was like, screw these game rules. <laughs> Who wrote this stuff? <laughs> Who wrote this world? Uh, okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, next, we've got uh, we've got your your biographer. We've got uh, Gilly Kellygrass. Gilly, what's yep. this chapter going to look like in the story of Floyd? Uh, so far, this chapter is very depressing. Uh, mm. He's very depressive about me, and he only cares about treasure now, and he doesn't care about our friends, and he pushed Reniel. Mm-hmm. He might not she have started. ever, you know, but who, who knows? Um, but yeah, no, actually, uh, yeah, it's a pretty dark chapter. And uh, yeah, that's Gilly. She's okay. a biographer. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And, and did you, in fact, take the shadow point that you were supposed to take uh, that Melissa yes. called you out upon? I, yeah. I heard that too. Melissa just called and asked that. You know, uh, Floyd took shadow, so you should probably take some too. You know, just. Yep. Okay. All right. One of the random uh, thoughts I had this morning thinking about the game. Like, I am who so far sitting at. Yeah. I'm sitting at nine out of 14. We've learned that either Melissa or Arineal, maybe both, are narcs, man. So uh, Melissa, tell <laughs> us about your narc of a character. Up at 9 a.m. ready to snitch on us. She's <laughs> <laughs> got a list. Oh, goodness. Uh, like, so, I think yeah. Floyd had too many dice in that role. 
<laughs> I, uh, yeah, Floyd did push Arrhenial, uh, and Arrhenial pushed him back. And mm. yeah, this is going to be a thing now with Floyd. Um, but Arrhenial is our uh, Ranger champion. Um, not too bad of a shadow at the moment, but um, yeah. <laughs> I was speaking of nonsense that we were talking before stream um i uh pointed out uh apparently like three too many times last session that uh in the last uh fellowship <laughs> phase i picked up uh endurance of the ranger which means that i don't oh, did you? Uh, accrue fatigue you don't accrue fatigue <laughs> oh, that's amazing wow, I, I didn't know that wow it's kind of like that's the really leg cool. thing where it's <laughs> yeah. ow it hurts like, oh my gosh okay all right, fair enough. Uh, you uh, you don't take fatigue. That's fine. That's fine. That's great. Uh, who do we think would actually win in a fight between Floyd and Arneal? Oh, um, me for sure. There's not even. Not even I think so too. He hits so like too. a truck. <laughs> he does. He really it depends does. on how much treasure he's holding, though. That is, Arneal doesn't take mm-hmm. fatigue. That's true. Well, <laughs> no, only during travel, journeys. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. During, but well, Arneal also, you know, can you know, kind of like high step away and, and shoot with bows so there's always that option too so if she can keep floyd at a distance maybe she'll have a chance i don't know oh, yeah, arrows don't are natural me. splinters you know arrows <laughs> don't affect <laughs> yeah what is uh yeah what is your what is your to hit floyd like what what does somebody have to roll to to get to actually actually damage you oh is there a number for that let me see yeah oh it's 15 it looks like pretty and easy what's your what's yours or Sixteen. Oh man, there's it's, this is gonna be bloody. It's gonna be a bloodbath between the two. That's easy for both of you. Yeah, your parry rating. That's what I was trying to say. I was like, what's that yeah. number? It's it has a word. What's it called? Yeah. Uh, okay, and then uh, I think that's it, right? Uh, oh, well, hello there, Arabon. Uh, Should we bother me. with introductions? I'm just gonna die it this is, session. Yeah, I guess we should. Which which My Chemical Romance song is he listening to today? <laughs> uh, probably Helena. You know, okay. he, he's going for the really sad. Okay. Uh, I'm playing Erebon, Child of Eru, Exile of Linden, Warden of Eriador. I need more titles, but I haven't taken the time to think them up. Uh, I'm an elf from Linden. Uh, playing a warden, I carry a great spear. Uh, it's one and a half times my length, and I'm very good with it. And no one could ever kill me. So many, so many things. Uh, first of all, the titles. Does everybody come up with those? Because I feel like you've been a loner for like most of your life and uh, a coward, and you fled. And so, like, I don't understand where these titles are coming from. Uh. I would say that they were bestowed upon him the day he left. Exile oh, okay. of Linden is really the only title. Warden of Eriador is more of a job occupation. Okay, sure. You know, and Child sure. of Eru, you know, he was born to that. Okay, okay. All right, fair. I guess fair enough. And then good at the spear, huh? Super okay. good at spears. Yeah, I, I all spear right. all day long. Good at spears. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I've got a crazy resume. <laughs> you just pad this, you're just padding the crap out of it what you're doing uh like for the past thousand years i've i've wandered you know protecting area door yeah yeah i'm a warden of area door that's what it is i'm protecting it all yeah 
Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, it, look at how safe it's been the past thousand years. That's do you have any references for any like of the things you've done? Well, you know, most of them have died because, uh, like I said, it's been a thousand years. So, uh, okay, all right. Then so the whole exile part kind of hinders the references. He totally didn't have me forge him documents for really, this. <laughs> I really can't wait to do an elf like an elf adventure. Uh, where it's like like an elf, you know, like the story itself, like how we're going to the doors now. Like I want to do the one with the elf, where like Arabon just, uh, I can just like uh, I can just speak down to him for like the, a good five six weeks. Like that's it. Like every 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 yeah. Uh, every I, sesh. That's why I pushed to go to the dwarves instead of the elves. You know, I I figured, I figured we should avoid that kind of adventure. Uh, let's see. Two D four RPG. Thank you very much for the raid. Uh, good timing. We are just getting started. Frog scanner. That's good. Uh, we uh, yeah, we're playing some some One Ring, and we're about to get started. So um, let's see. Summary from last time. What did we do last time? Uh, you all tried to help out um, Mendir, that savagely wounded uh, and poisoned elf that had come into the village of Eskerdale. Uh, Errol guided you uh, through the forest uh, and kind of. Along the way, there was that weird kind of grouping of bears that were kind of following you for a bit. There was that the odd lights that were flickering above uh, Fornosta Rain in the far distance. Uh, there was the sight of the those those fleeing ghostly spirits from the fields of slaughter, uh, and you all kind of freaked out about that too. Uh, you found a clearing with an uprooted tree. That's where you discovered dead bodies, but they were armored in this very unfamiliar manner. Like you weren't entirely sure. Uh, like none of you had really clear recognition uh, of their of their their adornment um you found a short blade that seemed to like wither the ground like that like an actual patch of, of flower blossoms just withered before your very eyes uh when it just merely came in contact with it uh floyd got angry uh as uh, he had a, a bout of madness uh while he was trying to loot some of these corpses uh he grew angry short-tempered uh started lashing out his friends there's a scuffle between floyd and Arineal. And uh, he wanted to take the blade. Rhaenyra wouldn't let him. And then uh, I think uh, a, a tackle or something happened. Eventually, we, they found Floyd wandering aimlessly in the wrong direction. You made it back to Eskerdale, uh, and you all decided that you were going to head to the Blue Mountains, to, to the Eridluene. You're going to go to the Halls of the Dwarves to try to see if you can get some more information about whatever is is going on with Floyd because he's been, he's been suffering uh, some kind of curse. Uh, you think it's uh, connected somehow to the armor that he is wearing. Uh, and so you're going to head there because the, it seems to be a, some kind of material or some sort of st- something that goes back a lot further than, than modern history. Uh, a couple of the Escardalians agreed to take uh, Mendir to the, uh, to the gray Havens to try to see if there's anything her people, the Elvish people can actually do for her. Uh, so you traveled a bit. We journeyed halfway through. We went over the hills of Evendim. Uh, a bunch of st- a couple storms hit. Some goblins. I think we found by a by a river bank. Uh, it weren't much of an issue. There was a collapsing cabin that nearly buried Erebon. Uh, I think you found a little treasure of that too. Some some old carving tools. Uh, but eventually you crossed the the river Loon. Uh, your the other party with the elf uh, they they departed headed south uh, in a boat uh, down the river. Whereas you all. Turned westward uh, to the setting sun over the blue, or the yeah, setting sun over the blue mountains, and that's where we're picking up. Uh, and I'm gonna need a travel roll from uh, from old Floy as we are picking up right in the middle. So yeah, we are right on the western bank of the loon. Um, that's right. a failure. 
That's a great, uh, that's a really good start. Let me get some music going here. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, understand, I mean, mechanically, all it, all, all the, I mean, the travel role just sort of dictates the frequency with which, you know, events yeah. transpire. All right. I, I didn't realize long was going to be so quick to roll. Uh, usually there's like a minute or two, as you guys remember, like, what button do I press? <laughs> Let's pull up that company sheet. Where do we get that from? <laughs> Okay. And don't forget that we also have access to that. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was pulling up the company sheet. And yeah, we sorry, also the have some log. D6s left over in case anybody needs any. Blank fig poop. <laughs> sorry, I'm reading some of these names. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. I like a good uh, silly name. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let me. I'm going to try to roll from the sheet for the first time. And see how this goes, because like the new travel sheets up. All right, so that means it's going to happen there. Uh, we go. Cool. I wish I could show you this, but it's you know, it's stuff going on. All right, I need um, I need our hunter. I need a, a Rineal to go ahead and make uh make her hunt roll. As you all, uh, you leave the western shores. Uh, the western bank, I should say, of the River Loon. There's a f like the the western side of the the river is it's a fairly you know it's decently dense forest, uh, and you know travel through it is isn't so difficult. But there is there are storms that are constantly sweeping through uh, at this time of year. Uh, as remember, we're in kind of late spring, and so these these storms are, are, are ratcheting through, which causing causing a little bit of slowdown. And you find yourselves frequently. Like keeping camp up longer than you intend, you know, breaking camp a little sooner than you intended, simply because you found a decent spot that had some shelter. In the morning, you can see that some of your, uh, some of your stuff is like scattered about here and there, as if uh, the wind or the rain kind of took it. More than once, you have to go through your your various supplies and kind of dry it out, uh, have fire going, and kind of dry your clothes and some of your other bits and pieces. Um, as you are. You know, as as you're as you're traveling, as you're kind of out, Arineal, one uh, one evening after camp, trying to chase down some sort of game uh, for the uh, for the party, you notice um, like you you think you're you're tracking something. You think you have some kind of deer or or, or, or uh, some other game, uh, and in the process of doing so, like the the light kind of the the fading light to the west kind of glints off. Uh, some some object up in the sky, uh, like when I, by sky, that's that's probably overstating it, but it's maybe twenty thirty feet, kind of glinting through some of the the branches, and you're, and it kind of makes your head turn over so slightly, and you let the the arrow go, and you feel your bow just snap, uh, and the and you look down and you realize that you you haven't been kind of keeping too good a care of that of that snap, and your hand. He's kind of bleeding at this point from that strange snap, and you look up, and the deer that you were you were tracking has gone wide. Uh, go ahead and so you failed, right? I, so you failed. The looks, like, no, looks like failed to me. <laughs> it it no, does. Looks like failed. But the difficulty is seventeen, and technically my hunting difficulty is thirteen. So yeah. I'm not sure if I don't I don't know why that why would it be thirteen? I don't. Uh, that's the target number. <laughs> it says 16, Unless, though. 
I don't know. I know that's the weird thing. I rolled it off the company sheet instead of my sheet. Oh. Which could have been why. That's I can reroll off of my sheet. And then yeah, go ahead. 17 is for when she's fatigued, but she doesn't take fatigue anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you do pass. Okay. So you look at your hand, your hand's bleeding a little bit, but it's nothing too terrible. Um, and it's, and you look at the, and you have, you probably carry, you know, extra supplies and you can kind of restring your bow without too much, uh, too much trouble. Uh, you are kind of, you, 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 the, all of you kind of get bogged down a little bit in the storm and like running out of food here and there. As you track down like where this glint was coming from, you realize it wasn't actually the sun itself, but rather as you push between these, this heavy grouping of trees you notice this ruined old stair, like this this kind of this staircase that goes up and then kind of reverses and comes back. And you can see that, uh, that somewhere around like the third level, it kind of crumbles. But the odd thing is that you don't see any building attached to it. It's just the stair, just up and up. But when you're watching as the thunder is kind of, you know, going around in the in the back, you, you can see that there's these these sort of, like these large birds that keep swooping down and there's some kind of nest and you realize that it's like they're they've got something up there that's just like every time you look at it you kind of move your head around it's a piece of you know sort of if it's metal or if it's glass or or something but it's kind of giving you you know it's kind of keep continuing to like get into the corner of your eye it's becoming very irritating and also, the, the ruins just look very peculiar. You see absolutely no signs of a building. It's just this lone stair is in the middle of this, in this forest. Uh, what would you like to do? Sorry, I was having some issues with my sheet. Um, definitely would like to investigate that. Okay. Uh, so, do you want to climb up? Is that what, you're, like, mm-hmm. is that, what that means? Okay. Uh, yes. Go ahead and roll athletics test. Uh, it's a little wet. The, it's a crumbling stone. Uh, but go ahead and roll athletics as you, as you kind of climb on up. 16, uh, great success. Yeah, you move up without a whole lot of trouble. Uh, it's that last couple of steps where you can see some of the some of them have already failed. There's like this landing spot uh, where that looks to be this, uh, this large roost. Um, and when you get up there, the birds themselves, uh, like they start squawking. And when you when you see them, they're like scavenger birds. You can probably tell of some kind, but they're not. Um, they don't seem to be like aggressively coming at you, but they're they're certainly like squawking at your sudden appearance. Uh, but you notice that in the middle of this roost, in addition to what looks like some gamey bits of uh, uh, of some like small small game, like a ripped up squirrel or so, mm-hmm. uh, you notice this this kind of bloody sack of uh like leather sack has been kind of spilled out and you can see that stumbling there is like a handful of what looks like like you think there's silt like it's probably silver that's been kind of you know kind of glinting back at you as if like there's just this pack of of random goods up here like goblets uh, and and dinnerware and things well uh, radio is not going to immediately concern herself with that she's going to kind of see the blood that's on that and see if she sees any other drops of blood around and see if she can find the owner of this. Sure. Uh, roll an awareness. And at this point, the rest of you, you know, you can kind of come, you come looking around. Maybe you heard the yelp from a and you come running and you can see that she's climbed up this stair and it's like three stories high or nearly three stories high. The last stair, the last like floor is kind of crumbled a bit. 
And you can see she's fishing around somewhat in this nest. And you can see these birds are squawking loudly and they're beginning to kind of take off. There's these large kind of blackish brown, uh, some kind of, you think maybe hawks of some kind. You're not, you're not entirely sure. Uh, and she, she's sort of looking around for things. Uh, what, are, what are the three of you doing as you approach? You definitely hear a like, oh, my hand. Oh, my hand. I'll just shout up to her. If there's anything worthwhile, just throw it down. There's there's a there, so there's someone's pack and there's there's blood on it. There there must be someone that that dropped this blood. We should try to find them. And Irenial is not going to mention that there is <laughs> other things up here. Floyd, roll an awareness test. Yeah, you don't see the glint. You don't see the glint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gilly or Arabon or any are you two either of you up to something? Um, when she mentions that someone's like in danger or possibly, uh, Gilly will start looking around to see if she notices anything. Sure, you can roll an awareness. Arabon, anything for you? Uh, I think I would try to go up and join her to look for clues up there. All right, athletics test uh, for you to climb up. Uh, Gilly, you don't notice any signs of like a blood trail or anything like that around on the ground. It's a fairly lush area. So like the trees mm-hmm. are fairly closely compact. There's a lot of uh, other underbrush here and there. Uh, these like roots that are kind of gnarled and kind of, you know kicking into and out. It actually doesn't even make sense like why this building really would be here as everything's so closely uh, cropped onto another. But you don't notice anything. There's like a stream nearby. Uh, but you don't see any any blood or anything like that. Okay. Uh, Airbunk, give me that athletics test. I'm going to use Elven skill, uh, <laughs> spending a hope. And uh, okay. I, I'm just grace. I, I'm lithe. I, I'm doing the Legolas jumping up, falling rocks. Oh, you're such a coward. I would fail that roll so bad. I know you would. <laughs> I know you would. Okay. Uh, you can you can still roll, right? I think you can still roll. You're supposed to with your I, magical success, okay, right? Okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get an extra success, you might be able to do it in an impressive way. Oh, I almost yeah. passed. I almost passed. Yeah, you don't do it in an impressive way. Uh, <laughs> instead, it's a very, yeah, no, no. You do it with your normal, your, 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 your usual elvish grace. Very light on your feet as you leap from step to step, taking two or three steps at a time. When you get to the crumbled part, you very easily kind of skirt around the areas that are beginning to, to dissipate. Um, yeah, and you can see that the this landing area is about maybe you know, about five by like ten feet, like this. Uh, this, but it's again, it looks like the the stone is crumbled where it's landing, and it's piled on with various bits of twigs and you know debris where these this roost has been made. Uh, you don't notice any signs of like eggs or anything from the from the birds, but you do see like the the torn torn up game and that that bloody sack. And that's that's it. That's all you see. How old does the blood look? Uh, it is fairly red, so you would think it's relatively recent. It has been rainings so that might have been helping a little bit, keeping it, keeping it wet, but, uh, it's still, it looks pretty red. Uh, 
I would uh, call out to Gilly down below, knowing that she's searching. This still looks fresh. They could be nearby. They could still be alive. Yeah, I'm not seeing any blood on the ground. Would... We don't see a trail other than, like, just the blood on the pack, right? I think you haven't rolled. You can roll an awareness. I think you're the only one who hasn't. Okay. You don't see a trail, but with your keen elvish vision, uh, you do notice, as you're kind of looking around, the light's fading, uh, but you do manage to see, like, the stream that Gilly had kind of moved up to, looked around, but didn't really see anything, and then kind of came back once you called her. But you look behind, beyond it, and you do see that there is somebody like kind of, there's a body kind of slumped up against some large boulder, uh, a good 40 feet, like, north of where that stream is. Uh, I would call out to Gilly and point out the boulder by the stream. Uh, and then she'll be okay. Foy, Foy, let's let's go check it out. I'll follow her. Arenial, we should take care. There's a chance that this pack was brought here by birds that may make it difficult for us up here in their roost. Perhaps we should descend. I would agree. That would make sense. Let's see if. We can bring some aid to this person. I feel like and I try to get down from there before Jeff pulls out a complication. Well, I mean, are you all you just going to ignore the shiny silver stuff that's up there? Uh, we could take the pack down. It's a Reniel's call if she wants the treasure or not. Okay, a Reniel. Do you uh, want to? Arenia was going to ignore it for now. I think the priority is the person, and then okay. if we can bring we'll the person Floyd, back, then Floyd we can... and Gilly are heading over there. They're tr- you know they're going through the stream. It's shallow and easy to cross. Um, I guess because we don't want the person to have to climb back up for their pack, I'll pick it up. Like not with the intention of taking it, but with the intention of reconnecting the person with their stuff. So, what do I see in the stuff then? Well, I think you need to roll an athletics test first to see if you can snatch this uh, from without the birds kind of getting on you. As you can see, they've got some pretty sharp talons, and they're getting very ornery up here. All right, let's see how that goes. I am, oh, just because I think this is fun, I'm going to spend a hope because I am swift. Okay, I think that's fair. this fits. Yeah. I love I love getting hope on rolls like this. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> uh, athletics, plus hope. Sorry, but she's uh, lagging a bit. Okay. Yeah, we're having some foundry troubles today, or forge troubles. I'm not sure which. Uh, yeah, yeah, we almost didn't get it. in today. I was like, yeah, oh. I know. We're like, oh no, I don't know if we can play. <gasps> I see an Isauron. Sauron. Yes, you do, but it's still a success. But yes, there's an iron shower in there. Go ahead, just mark that down. Don't worry about. It. Uh, yeah, yeah you managed to, to reach clock. out and grab it. The you can see one of the 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 uh, these these birds just like rakes this 
like talon are out at you like almost trying to grab your hand not so much the pack barely missing you and you can see that it scrapes the the pack as you pull it away and it kind of tears a very small little hole in it uh you can go ahead and add treasure four uh to your to your pack meanwhile floy and gilly you try you know you stretch across the uh the stream you find you can see that there's a uh very sadly there is a dwarf here that seems to be slumped against this uh this large boulder uh you can see they do not appear to be amongst the living, sadly. And they have, and you notice right away that there are these dark arrows sticking out of them that you, at this point, would be fairly familiar are goblin, probably goblin arrows. And there's quite a few. There's like a good seven or eight of them. Oh. Um, Gilly would like to determine, I mean, uh, see if there's anything that marks who he is. Like, uh, check for ID. Yeah, or like... Does he have a driver's license? Floyd, do you recognize... Is there like a clan symbol? <laughs> All dwarves know each other. No, I mean like, does he recognize like any clan symbols or anything? Uh, okay. Uh, sure. Uh, Floyd, I'll tell you what. Floyd, roll, um, roll a riddle test uh, and we'll determine whether or not this is a dwarf you recognize. Never seen it in my life. So close. Like how you assume that the fail means that you don't recognize them. Maybe maybe it's the other way around. You do recognize them, and now you feel heartbroken. Uh, no, you you definitely you definitely don't. Uh, they have what looks like this sort of long braid going down the back of their head that's frayed a bit here and there. Uh, and yeah, you you don't really piece it together. You're not sure, um, but you can tell that they're. Most of their like whatever whatever they had like weapons wise has been stripped mm-hmm. from them like so but and you can tell that like they're missing their boots have been have been stripped from them uh, knife no knife on their belts you know whatever axe or sword they might have been using has been taken as well and so they're just here and you when you you can reach out and you touch them and they're they're cool so they're not you know like they've they've been here for they've been out in the rain and uh, kind of unfortunately passed. Uh, maybe a day, uh, but you don't recognize them specifically. They do have some kind of necklace on with this, like this knotted swirl uh, uh, as a pendant, uh, but it doesn't strike an immediate uh, recognition from you, Floy. Uh, I will pick them up and bring them back, though. Okay. So you pick uh, you pick them up and kind of carry them back to the camp. Uh, and at this point, we'll say a Rineo and Erebon, you can you climb down from that that stair, and you can see that they're carrying this dwarf with them. Uh, you have your bag of treasure, Rineo. Um Anything else you all look to do? What what seems to have befallen this dwarf? Goblins got him. Yeah, and Gilly will show an arrow. Areas seem to be overrun. I was hoping to reunite him with his bag, but I'll wonder if he was traveling alone or or had a group. I, I might uh, look around a bit, see if the rain has washed away all other footsteps or if there might be someone else here. 
it's pretty soggy at this point. It's been raining fairly steadily for a little while. It's not storming like like torrential, but it's been steady rain for a bit. Uh, I don't really notice anything of any heavy tracks in any particular direction. Uh, when you when you check out the spot where they found him, like there's definitely scattered tracks of you know kind of moving off eastwardly. Uh, you think, uh, but from what you can tell as you follow them, you think that's likely the the band of goblins here. Um, but nothing nothing really to go on. If he if he did not travel alone, his companions are not here. Is it? Has the rain stopped enough that Arineal could, um, like, she always likes to, you know, kind of climb up and try to kind of get a view of the landscape and kind of get a sense of these ruins? Like what? Yeah, you, yeah, you can climb. I mean, we'll say, like, the, when you climbed up the stairs, like, that was a fairly high climb to begin with. That was a good 30 to 35 feet in the air. Um, but it's a very, like I said, this, this area of this, this forest, as you're reaching its, its western edge, is, is fairly dense uh with trees and vegetation and you don't notice that's that's kind of what makes it so very peculiar is like there's this fairly old stair whatever this was connected to either a wasn't built or b has long ago crumbled to ruin or which is another quite likely possibility is much like around brie you know that one of the things that they often do is they'll they'll send out parties of stone workers and such to some of these ruins that people find to to salvage the stone and like mm. bring the stone back to brie for repurposing so it's possible that that's happened and for some reason the stairs are the last to have have occurred um you're not you're a, you're a couple days away from the blue mountains and which are there's still several clans of dwarves who call the mountains home, so it's possible they could have come and reclaimed some of this. You're not sure. Uh, can Arinia look through the pack? Like, is, was there anything? Yeah, it it honestly just looks like a treasure, like a like a treasure hunter bag. Like you can tell this. There's ran, there's like random, you know, you know, random trinkets and things. Okay. I, you know, uh, roll a. Roll a riddle test, actually. Uh, sure. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> I, it's impossible okay. for me unless yeah. I roll again. <laughs> I mean, there's it. It really just looks like you know goblets and platters and uh, things like that. Silver, mostly. Yeah. Uh, decent stuff. Normally, Arineal would have kind of shared with Floy, uh, but after kind of recent events, she will kind of keep this to herself for now. Wow. So you're keeping all that for treasure on your on your own sheet? Yes. Okay. Make sure you yes, mark that down. Okay. I did. I did. Alright. Do we do we bring him with us to the Hall of Dwarfs or should we bury him? Uh I will carry him myself. So you guys are about five days away uh, from the Hall of Doors, just so you know. Uh, it's going to be okay. roughly that. Uh, so you're going to be carrying them for at least five yeah, days. Yeah, how much? And then you would also know, right, which which that's up to you all to decide whether you want to deal with that. And also you would know that uh, burning would probably be the better better thing to okay. do. If, if you weren't going to bring them with you rather than bury, you'd probably burn. Meaning that's just like the preference yeah. yeah, yeah, for Dwarvish. 
Uh, if he comes unbearable, we can burn him. But if we can make it for the five days. Perhaps we should craft some sort of litter so you don't have to yeah. physically hold him on your shoulders. Yeah, as he decomposes. All right. Okay, I, so... We'll- I appreciate your integrity toward your... Uh, your fellow folk here, but this may prove uh, unwise in the short term. With how wet it's been, decomposition might accelerate. Could we return his ashes? CSI area door. Yeah, that's that's Ashley information. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No, no, I think it's fair. That is also possible. Yeah, you you would know that. Uh, so basically, there's there's a limited amount of this information that I can find when it comes to this. Uh, I was actually looking this up a while back in case Thor from Thebe died. Uh, but if like, usually if it's like, if there's a mountain, if like you can encase them in stone somewhere, uh, that, that would be the best case. But if they're not of this, then burning would be the thing. But once the body, you know, once the life is gone, like there's not a whole lot of concern, uh, at that point about the body, um, items could be passed along, uh, to kin. That could be something like heirlooms and things would probably be the most, uh, most important thing. Okay, then I'll just take the necklace that you pointed out earlier and sure, just get to burning them. Yeah, it's just like this knotted. You think it's you think it's like a you know probably bronze or something that's folded around on itself, uh, and uh, yeah, you set up a pyre, no problem. Uh, you, it's a little difficult with the rain, but you eventually get the the fire warm, you know, big enough that it doesn't really matter. You find a place to do it. That's a little bit away from your camp. Uh, morning, morning eventually will come. Uh, and you kind of move, you kind of move on again for the day. But you guys took a t- took some time off to do this. So take two fatigue, everybody but Arineal, because she didn't contribute. Not because that's that's what it is. Range is just <laughs> chilling in the back. Well, if Arineal doesn't take fatigue, what if the rest of us were just resting while Arineal built the pyre? I'm sorry, that's uh, it's too late for that. <laughs> uh, and then uh, when you're ready, Floyd, go ahead and roll another travel test. Ambush with a decom stench. Uh, I forgot I had my weathering stone ears. Okay, but use that for advantage. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Or sunstone. Yeah. It's uh. Well, now isn't that for? Don't you get a bonus die with it, or is it specifically giving? It's you... equipment gear. Is it bonus it's die a, or is it? It's a bonus die. Yeah, it's an extra right? die. Yeah, it's an extra die. Favorite. Look at this guy. What are, you, what are you? Who are you trying to be, Melissa? You're cheating. I hope that's right. By the way, I'm pretty sure. I... I used to as favored, but if it's bonus, I'll just do bonus. Oh, oh, okay. Well, the next, let's say, 12 die, you know, dice rolls. Let's just do it ill-favored then. Okay, success this time. Success. All right. Okay. Let me... Okay. One of the things that I always... I have to switch between these things. That's one, two... All right. So... All right, I think that makes sense. All right, sorry. It, it's just being a little slow today. 
I was trying to look up the sunstone, but that was also slowing down a little bit. Oh my god, it's not even rolling correctly. Uh, Scout. Who is this guy? I believe that is uh, Erebon? Yeah. Alright, Erebon, go ahead, and, go ahead and roll an explore test. I'm so good at these. I believe in you. Hey, Gandalf. And a hey. seven. Was it a real Gandalf, Melissa? Did you notice? Uh, I wasn't. I was it looking was at the a real Gandalf. So we've noticed that there's there's a little bit of an error that pops up with the rolling dice where sometimes like it'll give credit for a Gandalf, but the the actual the actual virtual die will show uh, show an eye of Sauron. An eye of Sauron. And it always <laughs> favors the players. It never helps me. Yeah, it's always like an eye that is registered as a Gandalf. Okay, so you all are getting you know up into the foothills uh, of these. Uh, of these areas and um you you notice at one point Erebon as you're starting to to move up these they're not clear paths uh in some case like they're they're definitely well-worn mountain paths but it's not like they've been paved or marked in any particular way in any particular way Uh, but you can tell that some of these roads there's clear signs of like carts cart ruts and such as as merchants from the dwarves have, have come on out um you you find yourself uh, as you're you're stepping away from the group kind of you know thinking your own thoughts and sort of kind of going off having some usual Arabon me time and as you're looking at this this literal split this kind of fork in the path you see that one of them begins to descend and and wind down into this sort of darkened veil uh, at the you know within the, the foothills of the of the mountains themselves, and you see the other kind of starts to sprawl upwards, and that's the way that your your group went. Um, but you look down and you you see like carved into what looks like just this this very f- smooth, very flat stone, uh, and looks almost like a slab itself that has been partially carved. Uh, you can just see like these, you know, elvish runes have been partially carved into it. Like it was interrupted along the way. And you can see that the phrase like specifically says like here lies and it doesn't really elaborate. You can tell that it was like interrupted in some fashion. And as you're looking at it, you and like you're you're staring at this this slab and this this darkened descent into this this veiled path you kind of feel this dusty cold breeze just like wafted up from the darkness below and you feel like your hair kind of flop around a bit and you almost actually f- feel something tap against you like on your shoulder you just feel you just feel like a tap and you turn around and there's no one there and then when you turn back back around again and you look at the slab you can see that the words that you had seen a moment prior carved in aren't there any longer and it's just a smooth flat stone that's leaned up against the side of this this mountain wall I would definitely move forward to the stone and touch it trying to feel for the etching yeah you feel around for it and and it, it is it is imp- very very smooth not porous in any in any respect it's not. Um, it's not been polished. It's just sort of smooth. So there's some kind of some rough 
uh, parts here and there along the outskirts. But as you look around with your fingers and, and with your with your elvish eyes for any signs of like that carved carved portion, you do not you do not find it. Would looking around the stone, would I be able to see anywhere that would like even hint towards a grave of some sort or a tomb? Roll an awareness test. Uh, Just barely a success. Yeah, you notice uh, as you're kind of staring down that dark path once more that there is what you think is the contours of like a, a like an archway uh, on we'll call it like the the southwestern side of this descending path into the dark and you swear it's just it's 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 got to be a carved archway like something carved directly out of the rock something the dwarves would do regularly and you take a couple steps and kind of turn and you can see there's a very large set uh, you know the stone door that seems to be inlaid within that arch uh, this looks very much like a tomb, like a tomb entrance. I would try to open it. Uh, yeah, you go up. Um, I mean, it would it would take an athletics test to do it like instantly, but this is one of those situations where I'll say like like a take twenty type of deal. Like you'll get it open eventually, but you push it open and like dust and dryness just comes wafting out like utterly wafting into your face uh and not a foul smell so much as just like dryness and you can feel kind of it starting to catch in your throat and you start coughing um and then when you peer inside it's a fairly shallow tomb but you notice that there are these four these four like rectangular blocky uh stone you know stone setups these slabs like sarcophagi almost set up uh, two on one side, two on the other. One appears longer than the others. Like one is uh, elf length, the others are dwarf length? <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. Do I see any markings on those? Uh, they do appear to have names associated with them. Uh, you notice that one uh, for the for the shorter ones you see uh, Bachroleg, uh, like with this weird apostrophe in the middle. Uh, you see Dami, uh, D A M I. Uh, you see uh, Grusat. Um, I'm trying to think. Would you do you have any specific like? Did you in your past did you have any specific encounters like with dwarves or anything like that? Uh, no, mostly with humans. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and then when you step up to the uh, to the to the actual grave uh, stone for this elf, uh, it, this one is unfortunately unlabeled. No mark whatsoever. There is this sort of kind of flur like this like this flourish of uh, what looks like leaves and, and and like twigs and stuff that have been carved around it. Um, it does look like the like a like someone attempting to mimic some of the the common sigils and things of elves of Linden, especially from you know you know the like for Linden and such to the west. Uh, but you don't see any specific name attached to it. I would walk the length of it, just trailing my hand along the smooth stone, 
feeling the coldness against my skin, uh, following the etchings with my fingers, look at it for several minutes. Uh, it, it, would there be a way to open it without really disturbing it? Like, is it sealed shut? Or would it's not I be sealed, able to... it's just extraordinarily heavy. Extraordinarily, yeah. Yeah. You probably would need help with it, I would think. Right. Uh, if you want, but you can I roll a riddle know. test, by the way. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. And uh, I'll spend a hope. Okay. To get oh, an elven, yes. elven skill success. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. Uh, I might be miserable <laughs> here. Nice. You yeah. are. That, well, I mean, that's where Araban exists, let's be honest. Uh, so as you're kind of running your hands across and looking at this, at first what seemed like a pale imitation, you realize actually isn't. And in fact, this this little kind of frame carving over the top of this, uh, this slab as you wipe away some of this long, lingerless dust from above, you realize it actually can, like the in the middle of, of like the different leaves and things you see these flowers that are that are popping out here and there and you see like kind of hidden amongst it some of the uh, some of the iconography you actually catch some elvish kind of language like some cinder kind of carved in there golden flower uh and you would i think that's sorry i'm looking at my notes i think that would come out to something like malos Would that have a uh, special meaning to me in, in lore wise? No, no, it's probably a, you, you would think it's, it's a reference to the person laying here. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better that it's not someone I would know. Right. So I would not try to open it. Uh, and I would uh, leave and try to uh, reseal the tomb as best as I can. Okay. Uh, and when I'm done with that, I would call over Floy. If okay. I could shout and he'd be within hearing distance. I know I went off on my own. Sure, sure. Uh, but at a certain point, they might look around and be like, oh, where'd that guy go? And then they kind of go, maybe. But probably not yeah. with me, though. They, they'd oh, probably try on. to keep going. You've been with the group long enough. They, they you know. They know you. So, yeah. So, Floyd, you eventually hear Erebon calling. You kind of backtrack, and you see him standing near the near the entrance to what looks like some kind of tomb. What have you found? It? I've found a tomb, and I was curious. Those carving tools that I handed to you, could they carve this stone? And I would point towards the smooth stone where I originally saw the etch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think these could. We, we need to put the words on the stone. And I would, uh, I would try to get a small fire going for like charcoal or something like that, or maybe steal some of Gilly's ink. And I would try to, uh, as best I could from memory, try to write here lies and then I would uh, fill it in with golden flower mm -hmm. okay then I will get working on the I can try sketching that up 
do you do anything with the names of the dwarves as well? Or, or is it just the elvish name that you put up there? Uh, it was an elvish tomb, so it would just be the, the elvish name. Okay. All right. Uh, so you close it up and you start kind of sketching into it. Uh, it takes some time. Like, you know, you're, you're carving into, so it's probably a, like a camp. You guys camp out at the base of the, the hills here and, and finish up. Uh, morning comes, you, you look up, the, the job has been done. You feel moderately better perhaps about yourself having like helped identify this tomb in some way. Um, Erebon, you can go ahead and take one hope uh, for doing a good Ooh, deed. Ooh, I'm not miserable again. I would have given you more, but you only put the elf names, so... Yeah, I mean, they're dwarves. <laughs> uh, okay. Sorry, Floyd. Yeah. Thank you, Floyd, for doing that. Okay, so technically you guys are not directly to your your uh your destination you're you're one hex away so i'm just gonna we're we're, we're there effectively so you can go ahead and convert your what's it called let's do our our travel conversion as we trudge up the final uh the final bit towards this this hall uh so let me bring that up once more as i've forgotten how to do it i think while Um, you're looking that up I, i would say um because Floyd and Erebon were kind of doing that for a while. So I would say Arineal Ar- would probably um, kind of see what Gilly was up to and just kind of say, like, been a, it's been a rough few days that we've had. How, how are you doing? I mean, fine, I guess. I'm just ready for it to be over. You know, that's, that's kind of what I've been thinking about. It, it seems, you know, we, we, we feel better when we have some we have some time and we can get back to our our rituals but it seems when we go out we need to go for longer and longer and it's it's having its toll i just want us to be where we were when we began i we're so strained and it sometimes it feels like we're not friends anymore like what is that why I think when we see the things that we've seen, I don't think we can be the same. We are, we are very much different than our companions that don't travel with us. We can tell them about these things, but it's not the same as fighting the battles with us and wearing the wounds with us. And like, Gilly just kind of like nods and sighs and and she's like, yeah, I guess. But we will always look out for each other. There's, There's hope in that. It's not that I'm not hopeful, but I just, I, I miss the excitement now it's like what's the next problem and Irenia will nod with understanding that Mm -hmm. we it wasn't too long ago that we we wrote song about our 
our battle and our success. And I feel like the next one we do won't be as boastful, perhaps. Yeah. And, and Gilly's still kind of just morose. And she's like, yeah. And she goes back to eating or whatever she was doing. Okay. Uh, before we get to the Hall of Dwarves, I'll just group up with the party. I know the last fortnight's been rough, especially in the village. I had restless nights. I wasn't who I was. My actions, my my words. I hope you can forgive me for that. We're about to enter my home. I'll consider this family here. Treat you well. And you're going to need a bath. We have a nice bath here. And we're disgusting. And Gilly's like, yeah. Uh, we will. Baths. Okay, then. We will appreciate the hospitality. And we will not look to embarrass you among your own. And Irineal never really cares all that much about her appearance or how dirty she is. And so now suddenly she's readjusting her braid and (laughs) realizing the truth in Floyd's words. (laughs) All right. So let's do the end of the journey stuff as you, you come upon these beautiful uh it's kind of these beautiful archways kind of enter into the mountain uh it's raised up above it's not you know all the way up the mountain obviously it's it's up above the foothills and things it's a day or so from the tomb that Erebon discovered uh you can see these ornate uh ornate large doors that are kind of carved into the uh into well not carved but they're set into the the side of the mountain um partially open uh, you can see that there is kind of a landing area in front here and there where there's people coming and going. Uh, you can see dwarves, but you also see there's like other like kind of travelers uh, that like there's like a merchant, uh, like a little kind of merchant market that seems to be transpiring by the time you arrive. You, you know, you get there kind of midday and it looks like business is being done by those not among, you know, not necessarily of dwarven heritage, but they're you know, having business with Dwarven Heritage. Uh, and you, you, know, you arrive, you are looking very much worse for wear. You've been traveling through a constant state of storms. And uh, you've been, I think it's been about 17 days uh, is what I ended up calculating in terms of your, um, your, tra- your full travel time by the time you arrive. Uh, so let's do the end of the journey stuff. Uh, everyone make a travel roll. Let me get my, my, sorry, I was finally, Forge was finally working, so I had to reset a few things. Get my dwarf music going. So that was a nine and I needed an 18. That's true. <laughs> Mal, can I have a dice, please? Uh, yeah, of course. Cut <laughs> you Oh my gosh, that that helps you not so much. Mm-hmm. There. <laughs> I have one dice. <laughs> I have zero. Okay. Oh my goodness. You start. You you all like Floyd. You're leading the way, and you can tell that there's times when like you 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 know you see a guard or someone uh, someone else you know one of your 
kind of dwarven merchants, part of your clan or someone you would know, um, who who see you and recognize you. Uh, they you know, give you a, some sort of warm greeting here and there. You can tell that most of these people aren't being led inside, but because you are leading this group, uh, you're getting second. Like people are kind of looking at you here and there, but they kind of let you pass. And the entire group is kind of entering through this large archway, this uh, of, of very beautiful stone doors. And you're into this long hall. You can hear like the distant sounds uh, of you know various uh, various tools of labor at work. The sounds of uh, you know folks talking that are kind of just cascading through uh, the various uh, the various halls. You see branching off. You see these different hallways. Shorter, not necessarily as high and arched as, as the one that you're currently in, kind of branching off in these different locales. Uh, it's this whole network uh, of these different uh, of these different places. Um, all of you who failed, um, so uh, you make a travel test. A success reduces your fatigue by one uh, plus one point for each success icon. Floyd, I think you got a great success, yeah, so it should be reduction of two for you. Uh, then I should also say, by the way, that you should have taken two more from uh, Erebon's, uh, Erebon's thing. So you take two more. So you, everyone should have been at six, with the exception of Arineal. Uh And then how much Floyd, were you at Arineal? Ah, uh, thank you for asking. Hmm, that's zero. Zero. Uh, so Floyd, you can reduce yours to four, uh, and then everyone go ahead and shift that over now uh, to. Um, so it's like there's the travel load box under your load score. So you're. Basically... I was already at six, and two more would have put me up to eight. No, you should have. You, sh- you should have been at a total of. Hang on, I can track this now. Because I was at four at the start of the session. Then we took two, from. You took two from the stair. You're right. You should yeah. be at eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right, with the exception of Arunio, because we know she doesn't want to have fun. Sorry, Ereniel wasn't keeping track, otherwise she would have narked on us, so I, I had to do it for her. <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, okay. I'm doing so the hard work eye. of carrying the treasure. For so, uh, I turn the game now over to Long. Uh, as Long, this is your home. Uh, where where do we go from here? We can make our way to the vaults or to my home. Take a rest there. you're willing to share your home with us of course we shared many camps many meals you're most welcome I have many cousins family brothers and sisters it'll it'll feel like their home okay all right, so many, many cousins and siblings. I now realize that Long has a very big family. Okay, <laughs> didn't know that. Okay. Uh, all right, so you head over. So, so what does it look like for you? Like, what do you? How do you envision where Floyd lives? Uh, like the. So there's. I can give you the generic. You know, tall. You know, tall ceilings, columns and pillars, alcoves here and there, various networks and bridges and tunnels that kind of connect to these different groups uh, or different sections of the of this this area of the Blue Mountain of the area of the Ween, uh, you know, where the doors doors rest here. Now it's not as, you know, uh, it's not as um, 
what would I say? It's probably not as elaborate as like Erebor or uh, or Moria, uh, but it nonetheless is is still extraordinarily impressive architecture and engineering of stone. So what what does in your mind, Floy? What does it look like? A uh, very fine stone. It's gonna be pretty medium-sized home. Walk through the markets. Walk through a bunch of other commercial homes as well. It's almost like a castle, like a mini castle. Exterior is well built. Interior, a bunch of windows. Interior, go inside. Everything's finely made, handcrafted. Probably just like the structure and how things are made. You haven't seen how fine they are compared to Bree. I think we're in a mountain, you, so it's like mountain. Who side. do you first inter- introduce him to? Because I, I know we have we have t- I have two names from one of your uh, one of your downtimes. You had Eloy, who is one of your friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he might even be your brother with a name like Eloy and Floyd. That sounds like true. Dwarves do that; they rhyme their names uh, sometimes. So there's Eloy, and I know that he was a blacksmith that helped you out uh, with kind of getting some of your equipment ready. And then there was Jetty, who you considered like your, I think it was like your family elder. Like, uh, I'm not sure if that means it's like it's a, it's a father or a grandfather or an uncle or whatever. But um, I, there's Jetty as well. And I know that they carried along like a very large greatsword. Uh, so those are the, the details I have here. Yeah, I think he was more like the, the vault guy because I remember dropping off like armor okay. to him. So he just, he but... basically, okay, so he's more of like the vault tender as opposed to like a family figure. Yeah, but. When we arrive home, I can introduce them to my mother. Okay. Name. So, so theme. I would also, by the way, tell you that dwarves, uh, like female dwarves, look very much like male dwarves yeah. to the point where, like, only dwarves would be able to tell the difference. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Tell us about your mother. Yeah, she's pretty much just a home. Stays at home. She bakes, cooks, does all that. <laughs> She Do does drill. Yeah, theme. theme. Okay. She's a hand driller as a hobby. Okay. So, so when you are you in good terms with your? Uh, oh yeah, of course. Big happy family. So when she I, sees you coming in, she's like, "My beautiful baby boy, coming like, home." Something like I'm that. I'm home, mother. <laughs> I brought my friends. You've got friends, and she looks around as like the the three of you come in. Oh goodness! I know you've been away here and there, but I I didn't quite realise you had such an array of of friends and figures in your retinue. Uh, quite, uh, tell me who these people are. And, uh, sit, sit. You're welcome here. Any uh, any ally, any travel compatriot of my boys, welcome amongst my halls. Yeah, I pretty much sit down. This, this is a Rennial, Gilly, and Airborne. I've traveled them for a while. I told you a little bit about him. Oh, and she kind of looks. She looks at a few of them. This little one right here is the one who's been doing all the writing about you, your exploits, your adventures. Oh, we should we should introduce her to some of our lawmasters and make sure <gasps> that the the travels of Floyd, the adventures, are are recorded properly. You know, not not in whatever small bits of 
parchment she has, you know, but properly. I'd love to contribute to that. Thank you. Uh, and uh, she looks over at, like, Arineal, like, oh my, quite tall one, you all. And, uh, and so she, like, you know, she kind of greets you here. She's a very, very nice, sweet woman. Looks over at Erebon. You brought an elf. You brought an elf. Hello, Master Elf. Uh, I am, uh, is it, did you say Theme? Is that what it yeah. was? Okay. I am, uh, I am Theme. Uh, this is my boy, Floy. Uh, you are welcome here amongst our halls. Uh, as long as you don't uh, cause any trouble. Very stiffly, Erebon would say, it is a pleasure to meet the father of Floy. And he, she just kind of chuckles. Like, <laughs> uh, keen eyes these elves have, I hear. Keen eyes. Erebon, that's uh, my mother. Oh. Uh, apologies, ma'am. Ah, uh, no, it's fine. Uh, surface folk like yourself often get us confused. It's no, no bother to me. Um, now, sit, sit, sit. Everyone sit. Uh, we'll, uh, it's a feast. A feast. Uh, we'll, we'll have beer. And we'll have food. We've got meats and breads. We've got everything. Sit down. We'll fill your bellies. I'm just so happy to see uh, my boys returned. Sit, sit. All of you. You're very young, too. Floyd's young, right? You're young for it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Can we say that Arineal had done some, like, hunting as we were here? So she's, like, come presenting some, like, fresh game to contribute to the uh, Sure, that's fine. Got some, got some counties. Oh, okay. Kind of hand over a couple rabbits or so, maybe, that you caught along the way. Uh, and kind of hand them over. And she's like, oh. And then she looks at you again. Couldn't dress him first. That's fine. No, that's fine. And then she kind of hurries off at that point. Um, um, fresh water for me, if you have it. Beer gives me bouts of melancholy. Water? Okay. She kind of looks over towards Floyd at this point, and she gives you like kind of a kind of a look. Water. Water. Okay. Oh. Uh, I should say, uh, uh, there's someone here looking for you. Uh, he's uh, he's he's with Jetty. Uh, I believe last I saw, your uh, your your patron Bellin uh, has has been spending the past few weeks in our halls. Uh, you you should seek him out. Uh, he was quite interested in your your travels, and he uh, he was very sad to have have missed you when you were here in the winter. Oh, we haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, we'll go catch up with him as soon as possible. Yes, he says you were on errands for him, and hey, on errand for you. So uh, perfect timing that you would both be here. So uh, we'll say then that you spend a t- you spend a bit of time, you know, uh, meeting the fam. Uh, do any of your brothers or anything like that show up as well? Do you have lists it- for the whole family? Yeah, intermittent. I'll say I have like twelve siblings. Oh god! They just hop in and out every now and then. What are their names? Hi, hi, hello, hi, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello. So, Flay, where are you in the list of twelve? Like, are yeah, you the baby, baby? Uh, 
Yeah, I'll be the baby baby. Be- you're the youngest? Okay. The youngest dwarf. Some of the older ones come in. Oh, look at this, the little one. The prodigal son returns. Look at this one. Thanks, he's a treasure hunter. Oh, I guess our holes are just too good for old Floy, isn't it? They come over kind of, I don't know, dwarf noogies or something. I'm not sure. Uh, Gilly is surprisingly quiet this entire time. She's taking it all in, and she's got like a constant little blush on her cheeks, and she's ignoring all of you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So we'll say a few hours pass of just like reverie amongst Floyd's family. Uh, I, I mean, to a point, like you know, of renewal. I mean, like he he actually, you can tell that. Like, Floyd does seem better. Um, but, uh, like, overall, like, it's kind of, there's that sort of uncertainty here and there. Uh, but uh, but people come and go within the halls of where Floyd uh, grew up, whereas his mother seems to be just providing so much food. Just so much food. Um, but uh, eventually, we'll say, like, the, like you, you drink and you eat, until, you know, late into the eve, and... Uh, at a certain point, uh, you see, kind of walking through the halls of, of your of this kind of burrow within the mountain where Floyd, your your family calls calls home, so to speak. Uh, there is your old patron Balin walking in, uh, white hair, you know, kind of a sunburn but wrinkly face, uh, suggesting he spent a decent amount of time uh, outside uh, in the past uh, past few weeks. Uh, you all, with the exception of Arabon, are probably a few sheets to the wind as you've been, you've been drinking here and there. Um, but he he wanders in and he like, takes a look at her. Well, look what the cat drug in. I think that's what the humans say. It is a it's a fine sight to see uh, the three of you in in Master Elf as well. It uh, it has been been too long been too long and we have we have much to discuss i'm afraid i don't want to interfere with any of your uh, your homecomings our business i suppose can wait until tomorrow uh, but uh, it would be uh, it would be prudent for us to have a discussion at some point if uh, if it pleases you yeah balan you look great come come I, enjoy the uh, i might look great but i i am quite exhausted i have been traveling from one side to the other, from the Blue Mountains to the Misty, from the Misty to the Blue. Spent time, fortunately, around uh, around winter time, uh, back home, and I have been I've I haven't had much more than a, a fortnight without travel. It is uh, it is a tricky thing to find a wizard, uh, and uh, I can't say that I have successfully done so, uh, but I do have a bit of good news for all of you. But, uh, but what? Tell me, tell me. Uh, avail me of your, uh, of your, uh, of your adventures of late. Last we, last we spoke was in Bree, many, many months ago. What has, uh, what has since, what has since come of the mighty, mighty group from Coombe and this elf? Reniel's gonna like kick him over a stool and pass him a tankard of ale. Uh, we will tell thank you. you. I'm a bit thirsty. I don't remember the voice. I should have looked. Let it looked it back up. I don't, it's been so long since I've done Balan. I forgot. It has been a while. I don't want to just do like like really bad Scottish because like I don't want Mark to watch this and be like, "Just your Scottish sucks." <laughs> <I'm not going. laughs> 
Yeah, Erebon's never actually met Balin. That's how I long it's been. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so, yeah. Well, the first thing is we uh, saved this guy. He was captured by some orcs. And uh, so this Hill is... Was it, was, or, was yeah, Hillfolk, sorry. Uh, this is uh, Erebon. Erebon, this is our patron. I am Balin son of Funden. Uh, I am... Uh, uh, this is... Uh, it is a f- fine title uh, for me, but uh, really, I'm just friendly to them all. They uh, they offered a task for me, and it spiraled a bit out of uh, control. I think, which should have been cleaning up a few hillsides of goblins and orcs, turned into well, a much larger adventure than I think all of us anticipated. I I, I agree. We did take out Rotag. He is no longer with Oh, that's brings great warmth to my heart. I am quite glad to hear it. Uh, I will uh, I will forward such information to others. I have uh, I have spoken with uh, with King Dane uh, of Erebor, and he has agreed to send a group of scouts and, and a small contingent of dwarves uh, to Mount Gundabad. To, to inquire about uh, what activity might be uh, might be happening there. I know last we spoke, we were concerned about where uh, this uh, this row tag uh, his warband might be headed. Uh, to know that you have cut the head off the snake is is quite quite reassuring. Uh, but, it was uh, Erenial here who struck the final blow. Did you know? Well. I believe Kelly. it's it's you that I should be. Uh, you should who, who ha- be having uh, malted beer served to you, not I. Oh, I have had more than my share. Thank you, though. No, I don't think you had. Uh, Faye, could you... Our poor human friend here is far too modest and far too sober. Could you bring uh, a few kegs more, if you don't mind? You see your mother kind of wild. She's got a keg on one side. Kind of setting them up and everything. Uh, I wrote a song about uh, killing Rotag, and, <gasps> well, and Gilly's kind of a few sheets to the wind, so <laughs> she's going to attempt to sing it. Okay. Okay. All right. She does not do it well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it? Is it, Mike, you forget the words, or is it out of key? Like, what happens? Um, it's more so, like, she can't hold a tune to save her life. Okay. But, um... Like she's very off key, but like you can follow like the tune of what she means it to be, and like the lyrics are good. But um, <laughs> she, <laughs> you can tell Balin is like big, big smile, but every now and then he's his head kind of turned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what a wonderful composition this will hold it. What a wonderful composition. Maybe someone else should sing it next time, but I wrote it. And she- you are a masterful songwriter. <laughs> Emphasis on the writing. <laughs> Better than anything I could have come up with. And oh, I'm the nonsense. champion. It's what I do. I come up with the songs. But you, she- you cut heads off of powerful orcs and at the threatening the safety of people in Bree. You, you don't need to sing songs there, Reniel. Don't sell yourself short. You That's are contributing right, I far. do. So she's just gonna like take the ale from him and just down it. Okay. <laughs> like, All right. Oh dear. Well, 
That's what I like to see. Oh, and uh, and you, Mister Elf, um, you obviously they they rescued you, I hear, uh, and you've decided to stay in their company. For now, yes. I may oh. have bullied him into it a little bit. And uh, whereabouts do you hail from? Um, are you uh, kind of? He's kind of eyeing you up a little bit. He's like, you don't have the Mirkwood look about you. Um, uh, Rivendell, perhaps, maybe? Uh, trying to get an assessive. I was... This is my first time encountering else. I was raised in Linden long ago. Oh, I see. Just to the west of the mountains here. Oh, I see. Oh. Well, it must be. it must be rewarding to be home. Well, close enough. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Forlinden, and Harlinden is just to the south. Are you journeying home after this, or are you going to continue your travels with the trio? Yes, and I look around. It feels just like home. Uh, (laughs) I do not believe I will be continuing south. Shame to hear. Shame to hear. I'll be heading that way soon. Uh, will be. Uh, I've got you some. will. I do, and I do. I will indeed. Uh, what I've business do you have in Linden? I've got. Uh, I'm trying to. It's not so much. Uh, it's Mithlind. I'm, I'm heading to and Grey Havens. I'm trying to track down a very uh, hard to wrangle Grey Wizard uh, who. It's been quite some time since I've seen him. I've it on good authority is somewhere to the west here. And perhaps uh, some of your people down to, down in the Grey Havens might be able to lend me a piece of information. If not, there I have it on even better authority from a dear friend of mine that he will be in the Shire in the summertime. So if I can't get him before spring ends, I, I do know that he will be... He will be somewhere in the Shire around summer. He cannot uh, resist your people. Well, not your people, Giddy, but people of the Shire. See him kind of if, drink a bit. If you make it to the Grey Havens, perhaps I could ask you a favor. Oh, certainly, there's no if. I certainly will. I, I might look old, but I've got a great deal of... A uh, good deal of experience and a good deal of world travel underneath my belt. I have every yes, I, I, I meant no offense. I, I. Perhaps you could just be open for some news of an elf named Balavan. Balavan, of course I will. Uh, absolutely, I will. Friend of yours, I assume. Uh. No, and uh, don't tell anyone I was asking either. Well, this sounds a bit, uh, bit curious. You want me to inquire about a friend of yours, but you don't want me to mention that it is you doing the inquiring. It's a bit suspicious, don't you think? Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm not inquiring. I, I, I don't go out of your way. I just mean like, if, if you hear something, it, it would be nice to know. Uh, I will certainly keep my my ears uh, perked up in listening to the 
for any news of this fellow? Were captured with you, perhaps? Are you concerned about his well-being? Uh, n- no, I I have not seen him in some time, and I'm just I I find myself let, let's say nostalgic. Ah, I see. I understand. Sometimes it's it's hard to go home again after you've been away for quite some time. I can tell you, Master Elf, that that is a feeling I know quite well. But I can also tell you that once you do go home, it will be all worth it. You see, I was part of a, a group of dwarves who reclaimed uh, our ancestral home many years best. It was a, a difficult task, and we've lost some of our own in the process. And we weren't sure if we would ever see our home again. And there is not a day that goes by that I don't regret not taking up such a difficult task sooner and having more time within those halls. And I have to tell you that I have a mind to continue such a task. That's something for later. However, I encourage you to put the past aside and maybe, just maybe, the home that you travel to will be different in ways that are perhaps better than where you left it. That is easier said than done for an elf. Our lives... The past feels as if it was just yesterday. Well, I'll take your word for that, Master Elf. But you do seem... Uh, intent on uh, avoiding uh, avoiding your home and your people and I will pry no longer I appreciate your help of course of course Uh, so he turns to the rest of you as I said this was news I've been trying to notify a few folks of the discoveries you've You've potentially made, I've uh, notified as I sit. King Dane, I've been looking for Gandalf. Very difficult to find him. I know he will be uh, in the summer. He'll be visiting our old friend Bilbo all the time. And it's very difficult for that old fella to to look away from Mid-Year's Day and the uh, the Free Fair Festival. So if uh, if you find yourselves near the Shire with nothing to do near summertime, mid-year, you should journey there and you might find myself and my pointy-headed friend. Well, none of our travels. What about you? Oh. What have you been up to? Well, in addition to running here and all there, I've been asking questions, you see. Uh, questions about this Angmar. And whether there have been rumors or stories or such, and, and to be fair, not many of not many people travel in that direction, uh, really, just uh, your folk or any. Uh, however, I uh, I have gotten some interesting rumors, uh, Angmar related, uh, about these very blue mountains. If you would uh, indulge an old man. 
for a wee bit. Reniel gives him another ale to wet his whistle while he speaks. Oh, goodness. Uh, age has its privileges. You see, uh, <clears throat> there is an old dwarf mine uh, in the Blue Mountains here. In fact, there's quite a few of them, indeed. Uh, there's uh, uh, many uh, old hills uh, and, uh, riddled with them, like, a, like an old piece of cheese. The point, however, is that uh, I've spoken with quite a few of the lawmasters across these halls, and, and a few of them have made reference to, uh, to a very particular place, the specifics of which are hard to determine, but it is agreed upon that it is to the north, in the mountains themselves, far to the north, uh, probably a few weeks' travel. Uh, a king of, uh, of olden times hid there uh, from the kingdom... Uh, of Arthur Day. Now, I don't count myself amongst human scholars, uh, but fortunately we do have records that have given me some context there. That he, uh, Arthur Dane, uh, the kingdom, one of, uh, I believe it was three, of a lost realm of Arnor, and this king hid within these dwarven mines for quite a time with all his, his jewels and his treasures, and it's said he was pursued by a, a fearsome beast out of Angmar, and that uh, it's said that the only way he could slay it was by by putting the, the biggest jewel down its throat to choke it. That could just be uh, the, the dwarven way of embellishing stories. But the interesting truth is that there's a mount of treasure that apparently is still there for the taking. Uh, if you can find it, that is. Now, we we spoke last about this hillfolk person uh, who was uh, looting old human treasures. Lottie. Specif Lottie, yes, thank mm. you. Thank you, Gilly. And I figured, well... If they're looting old human treasures and artifacts and such, and there is within our own mountains here um, a vault of value, an old king, and perhaps might be of use to you, at the very least, to keep out of the hands uh, out of those people. And we haven't seen hide nor hair of these hill folk on our part, so it might be they know nothing. And all of this, uh, this hidden vault of treasures. Treasure in my own minds. Of course. Yes, you, you've adventure. got, you've got the, you've got to look. And you see as he kind of starts peering over the rim of his mug. Yes, you do have a look to you, don't you? Hawkish and... Mm. Well, anyhow, uh, I know not what's in the the actual vault itself or what the king stashed, but uh, and I know not his fate, but I do know it was a tragic one. Uh, otherwise, likely he wouldn't have left it here. Um, but perhaps there could be something of interest to you all. Something to keep out of the hands of the people who you fight with, or perhaps something of use in your 
and your fight against them or some hint as to what their ultimate aims might be. Indeed, uh, quite recently, Floyd has been quite motivated when the word treasure has come up. That's just, uh, that's just good treasure hunting, as far as I'm concerned. It's a young man's game. If I were 150 years younger, well, I might come along with you all. And I'd have that same glint in my eye that Floor has right now. But you can tell that he's kind of like looking, peering, like kind of like this this bit of wisdom from the so the crinkly eyes, the crow's feet, etc. I don't know if I got that age right. I don't know if he's that old. I can't remember how old Balin is. It was in my notes somewhere. I'll look it up later. Don't yell at me. Irenia will uh, <laughs> pop up and just say, uh, Erebon may be under, underselling that a bit. Um, and is the room relatively cleared out? Like, is it still like, you know, all 12 of Floyd's siblings in the room or do we kind of have some space to ourselves? They're coming and going. They're doing like drive-by like noogies and they're kind of making up this guy right here. Oh, little brother did that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. When he was a young one, uh, he used to uh, try to leap from one table to the other, but he wouldn't quite make it. He couldn't quite get the lift. And you'd see him just bang his head and he'd run around the halls crying and crying. And the acoustics here are just phenomenal. And so everyone within the halls could hear him. Every clan and family from here to there, all the way down to Harmelt could freaking hear him uh, just crying away. Uh, But Mother, she had a soft spot for him. And so she would uh, kiss his boo-boos and make him better. The rest of us, however, we got to mining at a young age. Not Floy. Floy was always special. You can see, like, sibling <laughs> jealousy begins to arrive. Yeah. As the booze begins to set in, the truth comes out. If So if we have kind of a quiet moment where there aren't as many folks around... Um, I'm sure we can do that. That's fine. So... In the spirit of, I guess, the theme for today of Ereniel snitching, um, Ereniel is going to, um, we we have picked up uh, quite a few pieces along the way, and we seem to be quite lucky in, in that regard, but some of the pieces, and she'll kind of nod in Floyd's direction, seem to um, have effects to them beyond the obvious. They have a taint to them, you could say. Oh dear. That sounds ominous. I must admit, uh, I'm, I'm quite happy to see you all in such good health. I've been, I've been having the most upsetting dreams the past few days. Of you all, in fact. You as well? I have. And you can hear, like, like Femus, she's like, Oh, yeah, me too. I was quite worried. Uh, it's all horrible things. But uh, but he's here now, my sweet thing. And she kind of, like, ruffles up your, your beard a little bit, which is used to be very well kept, but now at this point has gotten really, like, messed up. Uh, 
I, I, I have indeed. Um, it, uh, dwarves and elves fighting, slaughtering each other. I swore I heard the voice of, of the fly, in fact, and saw the swing of his axe. It's hard to say, the faces were blurred. Sounds were murky, but it was not a, not a pleasant sight. I've had my disagreements with hells, the Mirkwood branch particularly. However, I, I have no desire to do the things to elves that I saw in that dream, and nor would I want done to me that what the elves did in return. I can't even imagine I would do such a thing. Have to get to the lore masters and ask them. Well, that wouldn't uh, be a, a bad idea. Uh, of course, I'm sure Jetty would uh, enjoy a conversation with you. He was speaking uh, how you brought back something of great value, donate to the vaults last winter and uh, he's also been concerned that there's been a, a rash of oath breakers and bandits who have been causing some havoc uh, sometimes within the hole sometimes without it'd be good to see a, a friendly face again someone who brings pride in all that to the holes not these oath breakers who and you can see he gets kind of a sour look in his face. But that is not trouble for you all to bear. I'm sure he is handling it. Day, though. You have a dark look to you. And I woke up after the dreams each time. You were first in my thoughts. And then you arrive here with an elf in tow. I worry, perhaps, that are these dreams prophetic? <laughs> but these are just the musings of an old and very drunk dwarf who is happy to see all of you. Even you, Master Elf, drinker of water. Show him, show him the, the amulet. What are you referencing? So it's the amulet that you have. It's of dwarven and elvish make. The uh, ruby one, or yeah. yeah. Oh, the ruby, yeah. Mm -hmm. Twilight ruby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you all remember uh, what you learned from that? Actually, I probably put it in the item. It's in the history. Yeah, yeah we you know did. it's crafted by the people of the jewel smiths. Oh, you didn't want to go for the other pronunciation? Absolutely not. Even though you were so Gwaithia nice to write it out. The Gwaithia Mirdan. Gwaithia Mirdan. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> Something like that. It's very <laughs> difficult. That's a, that's a very difficult one that I kind of give up on. But the people of the Jewelsmiths. Um, takes a look at it. That uh, is marvelous artifact indeed. What a fabulous find. Where did you find this one? Uh, the Isles to the... East, right? Yeah. yeah. 
You went onto the water. You have, yeah, you have to tell me more. And we'll say montage of the story. Yeah, (laughs) of both of them. The first one we encountered, Floyd getting poisoned and almost dying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Let's right. Let's leave out yeah. jumping in the water and immediately <laughs> sinking onto a rock. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can skip over that part. It sounds like horrible beasts that you've had to fight. Um, I, I, I must say, Miss Kettlegrass, you perhaps should add a second or third verse to really focus in on the heroism against these creatures. Well, I can't say that I am particularly the most qualified to comment on this, uh, but it is quite uh, quite beautiful, indeed. Um, I, I do know I have been, uh, like I said, travelling to some of the lawmasters and such. There is um, one such person you might want to consult with. Uh, however, uh, it, it's a f- he's he's a few days south, and he's a, a fair bit eccentric. Uh, at the same time, uh, he was in the halls a few weeks past uh, when uh, when I was visiting, and I do uh, plan to stop on my way southward. Uh, is uh, the halls of uh, uh, the dwarf halls of Harmelt? Uh, there, uh, <clears throat> there. In fact, uh, there's a, a lord by the name of Majolin. But his brother is the one that you want to speak, uh, speak with, uh, Hijolin, uh, Hijolin. I don't know how to fucking pronounce it. It's H than J. Okay, I'm drunk. Leave me alone. Anyhow, uh, he has. The J been, becomes a Y. It's a hill. I don't listen to pronunciation advice from anyone who drinks water at a celebration. <laughs> Anyhow. The, the lawmaster, like I said, he's he's very eccentric, uh, but he has been, uh, according to his brother, obsessed with um, with the secrets of of, uh, of metalworking and, and, and rune scribing of the ages past, the elder days, in fact. Uh, perhaps he might be able to lend some aid uh, into understanding exactly what you have here and. Uh, armor of yours which is quite exquisite but at the same time I'm not going to be dishonest gives me an eerie feeling Uh, but uh, down in Harmelt to the south uh, near the end the the southern tail of of the Blue Mountains uh, perhaps a perhaps a, a week of travel maybe less if you hustle And, and Gilly's kind of nodding along. I, I would, I would love to speak to every master that we could. Well, I'm sure. Well, most of them would be, I think, open to speaking with you. As I said, this one's—he's a peculiar one, uh, indeed. Uh, he is obsessed. Uh, with these things and his brother explained how he would disappear for weeks at a time returning in the dead of night locks himself in the recesses of their halls 
old dusty libraries with his tomes and books and things. And, um... I would imagine he would be interested in seeing the finds that you've brought there. Some very fascinating rune carving that you see on that armor of yours. Perhaps he could lend... Um, lend some advice on exactly... or history, law, in fact. More specific than what you might have already. Um, and then that's when Gilly is, cause we're talking about armor and she remembers that bizarre armor that we came across when we found, mm. um, like the, the knife and stuff. She'll, she wants to ask him about that and be like, do you, do you recognize the make or the origins? Uh, I assume you probably sketched it knowing Gilly. Yeah. Um, Sorry, just switching up the music a little bit here and there. I love the dwarf music, but it always sounds like we're about to get in a really serious fight. It uh, does, like, yeah. You're not going to. <laughs> uh, let me roll a little check for him. See if he would know anything. I'm afraid uh, I am unfamiliar with this. Um, I can rule out places, of course. Uh, it's certainly... It doesn't look like anything I would recognize out of the, the Breelands or uh, from Dale. Nothing like that at all. Uh, elves of Mirkwood do not dress in such a such a style. Uh, nor uh, nor do the odd folk down in Tharbad, but um, but there are some unsavory folk uh, in that uh, in that city. Uh, who might be able to lend um, meta aid? Um, but I'm afraid now I'm I'm unfamiliar. Sorry, that's Shire. Mu- that's a that's Coom music. I gotta get rid of it. <laughs> that's for Coom. Do something else. Okay, let's do uh, thank you. Of course, of course. Arneal uh, would speak up um, and kind of share a bit about the uh, the dagger. Oh, okay. Uh, the one that you just uh, that you got that we you, lost. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Oh dear. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he does not know what it is. As uh, eleven is uh, for actually wait. Yeah, eleven's bad. I guess it would be bad for him. Normally, eleven's bad for me, but I'm rolling with a good guy, so eleven is bad for him. Yeah. Um, it's inverted for the. Yeah, for yeah. the lore master. Because um, I'll describe how it, you know, like immediately just death came to plant life that it landed on in the ground. And I cannot say that I am. Uh, I have never seen such a thing. Uh, I will. Uh, it will be on the top of my uh, top of my conversational topics with my wizard friend. Once I do wrangle him, perhaps, perhaps even Bilbo might have an idea. Uh, Clearly, there's some sort of poison, you said. I I would imagine um, Mm -hmm. hmm, it seems more like perhaps elvish 
elvish uh, situation. Uh, Master Elf, were, were you unable to determine the nature of the poison? Mr. Elf. Master Elf. Sorry. <laughs> Master uh, Elf. <laughs> he's drunk on water. I didn't realize you can get drunk on water. <laughs> and as I was like, oh, I've not been given him water. Just really watered down ale. <laughs> I couldn't find my mute button. Uh, what was the question again? I got distracted. Uh, he said, uh, to figure out the poison well, on the dagger. You couldn't figure out the poison. Isn't isn't elfish medicine far superior to that of the rest of ours? Unfortunately, I am not versed in elvish medicine. Yeah, generally I attempt to be our healer. Um, but there was an elf, and she sustained injuries, and they were taking her down to the Grey Haven. You didn't accompany one of your own, Master Elf? No. Um, uh, my place was here with the, the group. Our concerns it, with the nightmares so? took precedence. Um, but I do ask if, when you travel down there if you would check in with her. Uh, what is the, the 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 elf's name? She was too sick. Uh, we we couldn't get her name from her. You got a name. Her name I was think. Mendir. Oh, I I don't know why I thought that was somebody else. So she'll say Mendir. Or so, Erebon corrects me. And... When I inquire about Mendir, Master Elf, should I do so without mentioning your name as well? It may be better that way. <laughs> Are you a criminal of some kind? <laughs> we have outcasts and such. I'm just rather antisocial. I can see that. Yes, I can see that indeed. Okay. Well then. Uh, I think we have... Drinking your poor mother dry. No, no, I've got plenty. <laughs> uh, okay, so anything else you want to talk to him about? I'm trying to see if he's got anything else. Gandalf, shared the highlights. Summer stuff. Old dwarf mines. King Dane of Ironfoot. Ding, King Dane Ironfoot. Okay. Yeah, oh, he hit I was everything. expecting to run into him today, so I didn't have questions prepared. I felt like we haven't talked to him in a while, and it felt like it made sense. We're going to dwarf areas, so let's talk to dwarves. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, the the mines is this a would we get to traverse the interior of these mountains to reach the mines, or are we back out into the storms and rain outside? Well, uh, from what I understand, it is uh, far to the north, um, and along the way there are certainly some. Colonies of dwarfs that still make up uh, make up the mountains, mining here, there. Uh, the Blue Mountains are not as rich as they uh, once were. Um, many have also left and returned to Erebor, as I have, and many of uh, of my kin. Uh, however, uh, it would probably depend upon the quality of some of the the passageways and such. But certainly, some of that. Some of your travels, I would imagine, would be above ground. 
And when I say far to the north, I, I do mean it. I, I've heard almost as far as the ice bay of Four Shell itself. Now, it is springtime, going into summer, I would imagine if there is ever a season to travel such far distances uh, to the Ice Bay, it would be these. <laughs> but I have never made uh, a trek so far north. I have traversed the, the mountains in my younger days, uh, but um, I can't say that I am uh, a tracker or a cartographer of any sort. Um, but I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure Floyd could handle it. It's, this is his backyard, uh, such as the, the folks in Bree might say. Would it be wise to pack snowshoes? I've heard they could be very useful. Multi-purpose. <laughs> we have, well, the, the purpose of our journeys uh, has provided us with quite a many frights. We have been able to see things that we otherwise might not have and those are small small beauties to appreciate along the way there are many beautiful and frightening things across our lands beneath our mountains in our forests and over our plains I agree it is a joy to see them some of them I would prefer to see at a much greater distance than others so Master I'll, Dwarf. I'll, yes, of sorry. Course. Continue. No, go right ahead, uh, Mister Dwarf. Earlier, you mentioned oathbreakers. If it's not too forward of me, I would inquire what oath was broken. Oh, well, from what I understand, uh, there are a group of uh, of dwarven miners who are tasked with uh, uh, with tidying up a uh, a mine. Uh, along the mountains, they um, they were tasks with uh, with working uh, was working deeper, and they went a little further than they were instructed to. And when they were chastised for such a such a thing, they um, well, they absconded, and uh, they uh, they seem to have uh, left their post so to speak. I have heard that they um, are not happy. He kind of like looks carefully, makes sure none of the brothers are in the room or him, and he kind of leans in. There are a few families and clans uh, up and down the mountains here that are unfortunately hurting. As I said, the mountains have been mined quite heavily. The finding value is becoming increasingly more difficult, which is causing some families to take extreme measures. Others leave, return to Erebor. Others stay out of stubbornness, family dedication. And I think a few have turned to more um, questionable tactics for accumulating wealth. Was that Eddie? Uh, thank you so much for the for the sub and the gift sub. Right on. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's what he says. It's not easy to talk 
about him for a while. Yeah. You need water. Yeah. Thank you for that. I am going to have to buy some lozenges. (laughs) Um, I'm curious. What uh, do you all plan to do from here? We'll speak to Jetty at the vault for a bit, but to the north and the mines sound quite attractive. Ah, I see. If that's the case, then I I regret we will be parting company sooner rather than later again, it seems. Yeah, I do think maybe we should plan something out, but we'll think on it in the morning. I see. Of course. Of course. Our, our yeah. top priority at this point was to, to try to discover kind of what seems to have been ailing Floy of late. Well, I can't necessarily... Uh, I can't suggest that there will be anything to the north. It is a pure treasure hunt, of course. Uh, might there be something in the possessions of your your kin? And he looks at her and he only says that this king of old... Um, Maybe, but it's purely guessing, of course. Uh, I would, I would say, say that if you are indeed concerned with Floyd's situation, learning more about what has—and he's like trying to choose his words really delicately so as not to offend Floyd. What, what uh, more information you can get about his new treasures? Uh, well, then I'll think uh, Lawmaster Hajolin down in the Dwarf Halls of Harmilt is a, is a fairly good lead, if you could get him to speak directly, that is. Are there things that he finds valuable to him that might uh, make him more likely to share his knowledge? Well, he is... Um... He is very interested in a few things, most notably maroon carving, as I've mentioned. But I've heard from his his brother that he does um, he does he does have a, a a fondness for stories about dragons. Now, I uh, I went ahead and I. Uh, tried to provide such a story about uh, our dealings with Smog, uh, and that earned me at least a, a few minutes, but I didn't have any pointed questions for the eccentric Hajolin. Um, my business uh, was of a different sort. Um, but perhaps you might be able to find something um, from Jetty or, or some of the other lawmasters here that might uh, serve you. In your, uh, in your attempts to, 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 to win over, uh, Master Hedgehog. Excellent. Sure. Trade a story for a story and information. Indeed. I, I should warn you, however, though, he is a very, um, as I mentioned, eccentric, but very, uh, very intelligent. Um, there is a fine line, of course, between genius and madness. He walks it very perilously uh, I also would think that most stories you might find he might already know 
he is that well-informed. But perhaps there is other things uh, that you might be able to provide. Uh, as I said, the family is a bit well... Um, <clears throat> their, uh, their resources uh, and their um, are running thin. And I know that it weighs heavily on all of the brothers' heads. Um, opportunities uh, for... Um, well, uh, industry, wealth of some kind, something for the family to once again be known for. Their minds drying up has hurt them. You will see, Floy, if you visit the, the... Their walls are thin. You'll see. I also should mention, none of this is for public consumption. I share this with you in confidence. I have no desire to harm the reputation of the the dwarves of Harmeld. Understood. Irenia will kind of pass him another ale and just say you've provided us with so much information. It really seems like perhaps it might be time for us to take our leave. Yes, I, I think, oh jeez, do I take this last one or not? I'll help mm. you sleep. You've convinced me. And he just, whoosh, and he starts downing it. Uh, and we're at time, uh, as Stephen and I have a double header later. So I think we're going to end there. I think that's what we're going to do. Uh, and... So is your is your intention then to go? So basically, it's like literally either you go to the south <laughs> end the of the mountains or the north end of the mountains, uh, and it's kind of up to you. Uh, the south will perhaps give you information about Floyd. The north will perhaps give you um, something to do with Angmar and the treasures that uh, Lottie is collecting, that kind of stuff. So those are your options. It uh, seems like going north is risky. Not having more information about Floyd's current condition. Like maybe we go south first and try fine, to guys. I out. can handle it. <laughs> you feel like you can. I'm willing to roll the dice on Floyd dying and go north if that's what. You oh, guys my. Want. oh my! Oof. Oh my! Oh, good deal. Um, <laughs> I kind of want to decide right now. <laughs> what happens when we talk to the treasure guy? Yeah, the lore master. Yeah, the lore master. Oh, the treasure here? Or no, the, the treasure here. Oh, okay. Yeah this guy and see what we learn and then go from there that sounds good to me chat has caught on that jeff would like to know <laughs> what to prep for next session listen here's the funny yes. thing the treasure guy here's gillies <laughs> who, who are you house. talking to right now you guys you guys know for both got, and we'll do neither i got both of them prepped and something <laughs> else as well like yeah. i i over prep one ring are you kidding reniel's vote is south my my heart prep is basically a, a, a stick figure and a stain on a piece of paper, but this I prep like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Arabon, so. what's your vote? Uh as a player I'd like to go north, but Arabon would go wherever the group decides. I'm fine going south. Okay. How much of a grumpy floor are we gonna get if we go Yeah, south? I just what I'm <laughs> thinking is good, like boy. We have a big old argument and then we see where we go from there. Roll for Take the medicine, Floy. 
I like the uh, fact that we started out the session discussing Erebon's nicknames, and he just got a new nickname. Was Erebon, uh, which drinker one was of that? Water. Drinker of water. Yeah, drinker yeah, of water. Drinker of water. Yeah. Uh, that oh, tall drink of water. Oh goodness. Uh, okay, uh, I think we're we're all done then. Uh, and again, you all can think about it. Like I, I have plenty prep either way. So uh, if you want to pull a fast one, um, that's fine. Uh, just kill your characters, and we'll start up somewhere else. Uh, so, um, yeah, what else we got going? So later on tonight, in about two hours, you can catch Stephen and I over on Grim and Perilous Plays playing some Heart uh, with uh, our friends uh, from Grim and Perilous and our friends from DOK. Uh, let's see tomorrow night, Stephen. It's a uh, we got we got Shadowrun tomorrow night, right? Shadowrun. Yep. Yeah, over on uh, Steam Still Murder, uh, and then Monday we should be back on this channel playing Holler for Savage Worlds. It's a Holler night. Uh, next Friday is Mothership, but San Stephen. Uh, I think. Sorry, guys. Stephen cares more about his marriage than us, which I don't understand. <laughs> Uh, but that's your constant threats of divorce are different (laughs) now i see your angle she pays your pills okay uh yeah so that's what we got going on and also go check out the youtube channel uh adventures and lollygagging over on youtube if you haven't uh already uh already subscribed to that do so we got tons of stuff up there including stuff that i've forgotten about uh we've been putting (laughs) a lot of stuff up there uh there's a lot of things uh but also uh, i'm really i've been plugging our hunter game because i really uh it's one of our friday games our mothership game they're both brand new. They both started in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so you can kind of get in on the ground floor of those as they're mm-hmm. going for a little while. Uh, but that's uh, that's about it. So uh, we'll go ahead and raid someone. Uh, looks like Boys from the Baltic Star, I think, is who is on my friends list right now that's showing up. If there's anybody else, you're not showing up. So sorry. Uh, thanks for everyone who hung out tonight. Uh, thank you for those of you who uh, who uh, threw out uh, some subs and such. Uh, thank you for the raid, and uh, we'll uh, yeah, we'll catch you later. So bye bye. <laughs>